Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. Again, I don't want to give too much showbiz secret away, but this is done from the Shed Studio. The Shed Studio keeps being upgraded, got this new fancy like mixing desk thing and the isolators, so it all sounds good. And the, the door, got a door with a lock on the inside so the world can't get me. You can just come in here and do this. Um, but also, one of the things I was doing to uh, upgrade things is I managed to find a new way of using the computer to make it a bit quicker. Thrilling, isn't it? Um, I would say stick around for more details at the end, but even I couldn't be bothered to sit through any more detail on that. Here's what we got up to on the radio earlier today. Welcome along to another day. We'll probably try and not talk about any political scandals. In part, it's because oh, just so many, isn't it? It's like the 80s all over again. In the other part, I don't really know if I'll get sued or not. So, yeah, we've got things. But on the show today, man alive, we've got a full one for you. Um, there's a cure for hangovers. I mean, this is a game changer, isn't it? I think society's about to crumble. Um, scouts have made it into the news. There's bad news if you do a lot of work on Zoom, and by that I mean, like, you know, the online platform thing, not Fat Larry's band song. If that's what you do for a living, how do you make a living doing that? Amazon as well, they're starting to change the way that things get delivered to us, and we'll find out if it's a good one or not. I know it's a Tuesday, so this might not be the best day to do this as a story, but... I can't be bothered to wait. Friday would be better, because it's about boozing. Get out for some booze. Because a hangover-busting pill has been invented. This is what top scientists have been working on. Cure for the common cold, don't eat it, mate. They've now got a cure for a hangover. Apparently, it leaves the drinker feeling fresh the next day. I mean, I'd like to see it try. I don't feel fresh when I haven't been drinking. Have they seen me? Apparently, it works by reducing the alcohol that's absorbed in the body. Some gets through, so you still get a bit of a tickly buzz. And they've called it Merkel. M-Y-R-K-L. But... It sounds like it's named after, like, Angela Merkel. Was she well-known for being able to absolutely sink a few steins? Never saw that. They should have mentioned that more in the news. I would have found that more entertaining. Anyway, so if you want to get your hands on some Merkel, uh, 30 quid for three... Th- sorry, for 30 pills. Ooh. You take them two at a time, an hour before drinking. And the Journal of Nutrition and Metabolic Insights reports that in the test, 70% had less alcohol in their blood. Nah, this is the problem. It's not like you still get the same level of drunk and then the next day you're not hungover. This just vastly limits the amount of drunk that you get. So to reach that same level of having some confidence or forgetting your problems, you're going to need to drink more. Which, don't get me wrong, I would have been in favour of if it weren't for this cost of living crisis. There's no way we can manage to afford that. In fact, uh, Martin gave me a, a a jingle on this one. It costs so much. It costs more because you're going to have to drink more. Do you know what? Maybe, given a choice between spending more money or hanging a, having a hangover, get me my fry up. This one impacts me now that I'm a new dad. Rory update, by the way. Maybe we need a jingle for that one. Rory update. Date. Date. He's doing all right, He's having a bit of sleep regression, so he's not sleeping quite as well as he was. And yet, weirdly, he doesn't look tired. And yet, I uh, sleep the same amount that he does. Look at the state of me. But anyway, parents spend nearly £33,000 on fuel ferrying their kids around. The average cost of filling up a taxi for mum and dad, that was £39 a week. (laughs) I think someone's not done their figures since the prices have gone up. If you spend 33 grand ferrying your kids around these days, what's that, like a busy weekend? You've been to the pumps lately. Nearly two quid a, two quid a litre. 
Obviously, with Rory being uh, three and a half months, you know, the conversations have started. Should we have another? Um, not if it's going to cost us 33 grand in driving round. <laughs> Looks like Rory's just found out he's going to be an only child. Already talked about anything that mentions petrol gets us crying, doesn't it? So we've done a little bit of crying in that regard. Which is why Martin's given us this new jingle. It costs how much? It costs how much? Well, if you think, okay, it's all right, I don't need to drive, I could fly away on a holiday. Uh, of course, that's back in the news. It's not so good if you're trying to fly anywhere. Holiday makers face more travel chaos with long queues at airports ahead of a weekend of expected flight misery. I mean, depending on which airline you go on, a normal flight could be a bit misery, isn't it? But weary passengers slept on the floor at Stansted Airport, apparently, as staff shortages and flight cancellations continued. We talked yesterday on the show about how they're dropping the standard of the security checks for people to work in airports. What could go wrong? In the same way that there aren't enough GPs these days, so why not just let anyone have a crack at it? I've got a pair of rubber gloves in the kitchen, so I, I reckon I could I'd give it a go. But when are we just going to reach the stage when we realise this year, 2020, when anyone says, where well, are you going on a holiday? It's just the airport. <laughs> You're not going to get anywhere else. Where'd you go this year? I had a lovely fortnight in Gatwick Village. Ever so nice, that top level's got a Nero, so it's like being in Italy. And that's as close as we'll get to it. America, and well, I know we mention this every time we play this song, but I think the horse had a name, and it's just that they were too rude to ask. You know what I mean? Get to the end of that, all the way, the other side of the desert, and the horse thinking, this guy's not even asked. Although I'm like that when I get an Uber. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about, is it? Welcome along to this hour. We kicked off with Style Council, uh, played America, just talked about that. Mark Ronson, Madison Avenue on the way, all of this was. And we did this last week, this is my new feature, where I'm trying to find stories in the newspaper so that I can get upset about woke things, even though no one really knows what it is and blah, 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 blah. But if, if you rant about woke things, you get more viewers and listeners and things. So, oh, I'm angry. Oh, Piers Morgan. Oh, so angry. In the papers, woke scout leaders... The, I mean, that's a good turn, didn't it? Scout leaders, but this newspaper's calling them woke scout leaders, are banning terms like falling on deaf ears, man-made, and dinner ladies. Now, what I like about this is, firstly, good luck trying to refer to that uh, Victoria Woods sitcom. Secondly, well, I suppose man-made, it might have been made by a lady. But man also has a definition of everyone, doesn't it? And falling on deaf ears, well, maybe, I don't know. Difficult to know about that one, isn't it? I mean, this is not the first time in history we've had this kind of movement. There were ages ago people were saying you shouldn't say chairman, you should say chair. In fact, many organisations refer to the person who's in charge of those meetings as chairs. But the newspapers prefer it if we think this is a modern thing. Oh, it's happening now. Again. It did in the 80s, but let's pay attention to it now. So they've banned their, those terms, but apparently you can still say um, Which is weird, isn't it? A new style guide outlaws maiden name. Weird. Christian name. This is going to be fun filling in a form, isn't it? Um, but I must admit, when it comes to these things, I tend to not care too much. As long as I can still say and... Oh, hang on. Where's the other one? Oh, it's gone now. Um, <laughs> I was going to do more beeps, but you get the joke. Uh, as long as you still get away with that. The thing is, I was saying perfectly normal words, but you put a beep over everything and all of a sudden it's a bit more exotic, isn't it? 
So look, I spent a lot of time doing online stuff. We did mainly gigs, stand-up comedy gigs on Zoom when the lockdown was happening. And ever since then, every Tuesday at 9 o'clock on YouTube, me and a comedy friend of mine, Eric McElroy, do a thing called Comic Solving Problems, a YouTube comedy show where we chat through the news. But looking at yourself during online videos apparently can worsen your mood, according to a survey. Is this just about me? Is it that everyone else is fine, but this survey is like Steve, with the state of your face, that's going to take the edge off your day, isn't it? But apparently it's everyone. Scientists say that online meeting platforms such as Zoom, uh, I can never say this one, exacerbates, exacerbate, makes worse some users' psychological problems, including anxiety and depression. Wow, how bad are some people's faces? And I know what you, I kind of know what they mean, because you do sometimes when meetings are boring and you're on Zoom, you do end up just looking at yourself. First of all, you'll check the background to make sure there's no like, inappropriately rude things in the background. And if there's not, you pull one in there, put one on a shelf. But eventually you do start to look at your face. And here's the problem. Me in a mirror, I'm used to that face. But me in photos, what's wrong with him? I don't quite know how it is. I guess it's because I'm not symmetrical, but I'm so used to how I look in a mirror. Hey, looking good, Steve. Take a picture of me. So look at that picture. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening on Zoom. So uh, do like I do. Click the button that says mirror image, and all of a sudden, hey, look at that guy. Solved another one. Uh, Welcome along. And to, if you want to get the podcast of any of the recent shows, they're all online. Track me down at Mr. Stephen Allen on social media. TikTok, Twitter, fa- not Facebook, what's the other one? Instagram, there it is. You can also tweet at time1075 underscore FM. Uh, now, Amazon's in the news, and it is true, since lockdown, even I, who would normally say, support the high street, sometimes it's a bit easier, isn't it? You know, I started doing the old bike riding recently. I lost one of my um, nuts. Right, you've inserted your own joke there, so I'm not even going to bother. And it meant that the bolt fell out as well, and the bit that attached the mudguard at the back was rattling. And I needed a bolt that would fit it. And more nuts. I mean, I could have spent my life going around different shops doing that same joke to shopkeepers, and still not getting the nut and bolt. But instead, like 10 seconds searching online, you get it. But anyway, Amazon apparently, they're going to try and deliver packages in different ways. Some customers because we're all about being eco-friendly, are going to get their products delivered on foot. I mean, good luck doing it Amazon Prime, so you've got to get it from the warehouse off the M1 down to Romford on foot. You think the delivery person looks shattered normally? Imagine the state of them when this happens. Last story we'll get to talk about today as we continue to bemoan all that's going wrong in society, all these strikes. There was a story in the news that we talked about on TV on the weekend about how a train line apologised for using the phrase ladies and gentlemen on their tunnel. I don't even want to get into that story because trains should be apologising for a lot more before we get round to anything on the tunnel. Maybe apologise for the fact that no trains? But strikes are starting to happen. Uh, We know that there are strikes on the trains and London Underground as well at times. Other areas are talking about going on strike, and apparently barristers um, did a strike, into taking their strike into a second week with protests at major courts. Can I just check on this one? Because when there's a train strike, it means I can't get a train. When there's a barrister strike, um, does that mean I can get away with crimes? Not that I would ever do crimes, but I might do some crimes. Is now a good time? Uh, no one, they're shaking their heads at me. Can I do crimes? Because if no one's going to, like, take you to court for it... 
Only way, only way to get through this cost of living crisis, isn't it? But um, So that's the story that barristers are going on strike. Obviously, I was more upset when I glanced at it and thought it said baristas. Then I really nearly kicked off. So there's your podcast done and dusted. And thank you for listening to it. Share it, subscribe, tweet me and all of that lark. Till we do another one. Bye.